Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cup. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern and my co-host, man, he's a good one, Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego, our last show today together. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing really well. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing really well. I, you know, be, I, I want to make sure I tell you this before the show gets away from us and, and two hours go by pretty quick doing the show with you, but thank you. Thank you so much for, for doing the show again this year with me, and, and uh, though we couldn't be in studio together, it's, uh, it's been really fun, and I think it's actually helped to be able to have you on every week, the fact that you could do it remotely, so thank you. Well, I appreciate the opportunity and having me in, and and uh, if I can help high school sports, I'm willing to give back. I love it. Man, well, today's show is going to be different than anything we've done in the past. Our first segment is going to be Kevin Petrowski, who's written a book, The Great Teams, History of Wisconsin High School Football. And we'll talk to him in a minute. And then, basically, Ryan, you and I will become, you know, half Dr. Phil, a quarter Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> and a quarter Dr. Laura, because we're going to have high school moms. Moms that, that seniors in high school that just got done playing. At 10.15, Tina Current, um, her son Alex Current from Muskego is going to join us at 10.30. Jennifer Schultz ready. Her son Evan and Quentin, two boys, but Evan's going to continue to play, but Quentin is done now at Menominee Falls. Tammy Jessup at 10.45. Her, uh, her son Noah Jessup from Franklin um, is done. Then Barcy Benchwall. She's had a couple of boys, three boys, I believe, go through Grafton, 
And uh, JP is heading up to Wisconsin. She'll join us at 11 o'clock. 11.15, Rhonda Gillette from McGuanago. And 11.30, Shelly Walder. She is the mom of Hunter Walder. And we'll have some fun with Shelly because she was deer hunting and listened to us last week and had a few comments about you, Mr. McMillan. And we'll get to that at 11.45 or 11.30, excuse me. And I look forward to that. But our first guest, uh, Kevin Petrowski, I had a chance to meet him the other day. He is an author. And he wrote a book, A History of Wisconsin High School Football, The Great Teams, A History of, of Wisconsin High School Football. And I want to thank Dan Brunner, uh, the executive director of the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association, for introducing Kevin and I. Hey, Kevin, uh, happy holidays to you and your family. How are you? I am excellent. And thank you very much I, for having me on the show. It was nice meeting you and Ryan the other day. And... Uh, I just look forward to talking to you, too. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Look, as we're talking um, about this book, if you listen to this show, what a great Christmas gift this would be. You know what? Buy it for somebody in your family. If if your wife is a big high school football fan, buy it for her. If you're listening, your husband's a big fan. As we talk to Kevin for a few minutes, you can go to wihifootball.com. So it's WI Wisconsin High School Football, WIHIFootball.com to pick this book up and and just a really excellent uh, Christmas gift. And I can tell you what, the first person I thought of for this, Ryan, was your dad. Your dad would love this book. Yeah, no doubt he would. uh... He'd dive into it and hold them over for a few weeks, and uh, I'm sure we would get some good talking points out of it. And as he'd come back and tell me about how good it was in the in the past and and where we are now today, and and uh, it's just uh, it's humbling experience when you start to look back and see those that came before you and, and kind of paved the path and some of the really really good football that's happened, and especially for. For younger uh, folks and generations as well, a lot of times you're into yourself and, there, and there's so much special going on around you right now today. But when you take a look back at history, it's it's a humbling experience, there's no doubt. Hey, Kevin, can we talk about your um, the motivation for putting this together? Because there's so much information in this book. And, and I just kept going through page by page. My favorite was page 199, by the way, the storytellers. I didn't know this. You know, there are so many people that did what I'm trying to do well before me for the 30s and 40s with newspapers and, and people that did so much work to get high school uh, athletes some, some, some play out in the media. And thank you for doing this. But your motivation, Kevin, for, for writing this book, where did that come from? Well, it started back when I was in high school. Uh, I went to St. John's Military Academy in Delafield and graduated in 1970. And I became interested in football statistics. And I started collecting them wherever I lived. And I lived uh, after St. John's. I I went to uh, Arizona State, so I collected some stats down there. Uh, I moved back to Wisconsin, started collecting things here. Ended up getting a job later on in Louisiana, collecting stats there, and then back finally to Wisconsin and concentrating on the stats. So I created the state football record book, which is uh, on the Coaches Association website. 
And out of that, collecting those stats, you run across stories about players, about coaches, uh, just about teams. And so I started keeping information separate from the football records, and it just suddenly grew that I had something here to tell. And again, as as we're talking to Kevin, and I'm on the website right now, it's WIHI Football. It's $20. That's the total cost of the book, and shipping is free until uh, January 1st. And they're all the information you need about Kevin, about how to get a hold of him if you have to. Order the book. Um, I believe, Kevin, that if people order it here in the next few days, they can be assured that it'll get there before Christmas, correct? Huh. Uh, not only that, uh, my first three books that went out earlier this week, one of the people received it the very next day after I mailed it. Hey, Kevin, is there a way to get people, if they if they want you to sign it, you know, to their dad or to their, their husband or their wife, um, can, can they get you, somehow get you that information that they would like you to autograph it? Sure. Um, on the uh, webpage, I'm sorry, on my blog, whyhighfootball.com, uh, there's a section to ask Kevin. Yep. Okay. Contact and you Kevin. just go ahead and go in there and say, Kevin, I've ordered the book. Could you please personalize it? Here's what I'd like you to say or just write anything. Sure. Again, W-Y-H-I football and Get, it's just, it, it's a great co- coffee table book, to be honest with you. That's the only way I can describe it. The great teams, a history of Wisconsin high school football. And for guys like me to go back and, and take a look at some of these coaches, to take a look at, you know, who in 1977 was the team, 1960, you know, all the way back. Um, Kevin, when this thing started and, you know, your first couple of, of, uh, of pages in this book, you go, you go all the way back to 1896 and 1950 to 1957 and, and McMillan, I don't want to hear about, Hey, does McGivern play back then? I'm not that (laughs) old, so I don't want to hear about it, but you know, Walter Camp, Yale, 1878, they got a picture of him in uniform and just get an idea on all the work that Kevin Petrowski has done. I'm a li- Ryan, he's lucky. I guess maybe people listening are lucky. He didn't check with me first to find out how much he should charge for this book because the 20 bucks is not nearly enough for the amount of work he put into this. Yeah, that 20 bucks feels more like a Black Friday, Cyber Monday type special deal. Mm-hmm. That I think you can get away with charging at least double that. I, I do too. And, you know, if people start sending you $40 for this, Kevin, you got to <clears> split that extra 20 with me and Ryan. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing before we go any further, it is W-I-H-I football. Yep, that's what I have, W-I-H-I football. What What okay. was I saying? And uh, <laughs> W-I-H-I football, yep, dot com. That's okay. perfect. Hey, um, so what's the next step then for you? Because I know that – that Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego, is going, okay, this is great. But now, when's the next uh, book come out to start talking about this great Muskego program? You know, the worst thing about this type of history is that it never ends. 
Right. And I say that because you want to include as many people, as many teams, as many coaches as possible. And I keep getting information all the time about different schools uh, and expanding the stories. So I would imagine that probably in another three, four, five years, I'll have a second edition out. And as Ryan asked when I handed him the book, you know, is, uh, is Muskego uh, mentioned? I said, well, the story for Muskego hasn't ended yet. And so when that sort of ends, then that's when they'll get included. Hey, I, I can tell you, Kevin, that, you know, when I tell people about playing at Mesmer and graduating in 1977, and I'll say, you know, Thomas Moore was so tough back then. They kind of look at me, younger people look at me like, what? Because they've struggled a little bit in football. And I went right back to, to 77. Thomas Moore beat Fond du Lac St. Mary Springs in the Wissa State Championship. And I look, they were that was such a good, tough football program back then and things change you know communities change um and that certainly has happened a little bit over in that area were you surprised at some of the things that you were uncovering absolutely um what's really nice is when you're going through newspapers you discover things that you never never even thought about um i ran across uh, a story in the Eau Claire uh, Leader-Telegram uh, about a 1966 game between Elmwood and St. Croix Central. And all of you people out there that are listening going, well, who really cares about that game? But the, the fact of the matter is they played the game in September. There was a protest, and the WIAA decided that they needed to redo the end of the game because of a mistake by the officials. And as a back is for St. Croix Central is about to uh, run in for a touchdown, a defensive back for Elmwood named Jerry Sins, who's now the, the coach at Edgar and has been for a long time, very successful coach, makes a game-saving tackle and Elwood ends up winning the game instead of St. Croix Central. My goodness. The whole town of Elmwood showed up to watch the game. And not that, not that there's a lot of people in Elwood, okay, in 1966, but they showed up to cheer the team on. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff you're going to get. Again, it's WIHIFootball.com. One word, WIHIFootball.com. And, and go to this go to the website. You can order the book. Um, if you want Kevin to sign it, he will sign it for you. Um, just click on where it says contact, and you can ask him anything. And he will respond. He, he has responded very quickly to, to me and the stuff that I have asked him. And I really appreciate his willingness to come on. Uh, the, the, the book is $20. It, it is free uh, shipping and delivering uh, until the first of the year. 
But again, it's WIHIFootball.com. Take a look at it. And this thing will sit, and you will look at it all day long. Now, I can't, I, I, I can't put it down because I'm looking at, you know, 1984 and who was there, and it's just really good stuff. Kevin, you've done a great job, and I want to thank again Dan Brunner for, uh, for introducing the two of us. Congratulations on this really good book. Well, thank you, Mike and, and Ryan. I, I, I hope to add uh, uh, Muskego in the future. And I do have to say uh, a shout out, give a shout out to Dan Brunner because it was the WIA that uh, sponsored um, the publishing of the book. Or WFCA, and the WFCA did, not the WIA. WFCA, sorry, yes. got that mixed up. Sorry, Dan. It's okay. Don't, don't, don't get that. Yeah, Dan, Dan's gonna be yelling at you and yell at me <laughs> if I didn't. Uh, Wait, I didn't I catch that. I already got an email from him. <laughs> there you go. Hey, and then also, you know, when you when you do go into the storytellers. Uh, you want it, you know, you're, it's all print, and I love the people, but you might want to add some some other media to that page, too. That might be coming one day. Okay, Mike, I'll add <laughs> No, Kevin, you know what? Kevin, I'm, I'm going to buy the book either way. He is Kevin Petrowski. It is W-I-H-I, W-I-H-I-Football.com. Kevin, thanks a lot. Happy holidays. Let us know if there's anything you need from me. Well, thank you very much for having me. You guys have pleasant holidays as well. You got it. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Tina Current. She is the mom of Alex Current. We have to take our football hats off a little bit and do that whole Dr. Phil thing. We're going to check in with these moms. And, and I'll tell you why on the other side of the break. But I think this show is important because I'm not sure that, that moms and some of these kids get enough credit. And we're going to tell you why. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host, the Athletic Director at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. I'll tell you, Ryan, Kevin has put... He, uh, he put a lot of information into that, and he is obviously extremely detailed, and that is really a good book that I think you'll probably pick one up for your dad for Christmas. Oh, I totally will, and I may have already done that, Mike. Uh, yeah, no boy. <laughs> it, uh, there's no doubt those, those folks that have a strong passion for football or, or curiosity, especially as the months turn cold here and you're going to have some indoor time, as you said, coffee book table, this would be phenomenal for those families uh, that are football people. And, and, you know, it's it's also for some of those kids out there, too, that even the high school kid or the younger generations, you right. know, you think you're really, really good until you go back and open this thing up and you go, wow, um, and, and see where you kind of fit. And, and the past, um, again, like I said, reading the book is humbling. It's because there's a lot of respect for a lot of different people and um, you see names like Tom Wonderland from Platteville, who who was all everything when I was growing up as a young young kid watching him in the playoffs as as we were starting to build our program and it's just it's it's interesting watching this thing and I give Kevin a ton of credit I mean he's reading newspapers from all over the state and and uh, working his tail off to to dig into the nit and gritty and, and find all the answers and. And, you know, I hope he doesn't do an update for another seven years because that means Muskego's still winning. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll see about that. And, and one of the reasons 
that Muskego has had so much success is a young man named Alex Current. And he had another big year this year as running back. If I read it right, he had 19 touchdowns, 16 rushing, three um, catching the ball, which is unbelievable at Muskego that he actually had, you know, three touchdowns through the air. But uh, catching the ball, we're now joined by Tina Current. She is uh, the mom of, of young Alex Current. Uh, Tina, thank you so much for, you know, agreeing to come on this show and be the first mom that we have on. And I'm wondering, um, you know, I know that you're happy that Mosquito got a chance to play some football this year with everything going on. But this senior year for young Alex came quick, didn't it? Yes, thank you for having me on, Mike. Um, yes, it did come very quickly for Alex. And it was just a lot of ups and downs with emotions of, you know, is there going to be a season? Is there not going to be a season? But overall, we had one, a great season. You really did. Tina, and, and I'm glad that, that you talked about the emotional side of this. You know, I coached my son in high school. And when he had a good game, um, when we won, you know, he'd want to get in my car and we could talk about it. The emotional side, if he had a bad game or didn't play well or we lost, he would then jump in Terry's car, my wife's car, his mom's car. And I think that they had conversations that I was not privy to, right? That they would talk about things that, you know, she would be the one to put her arm around him a little bit more than I was. And I'm wondering, is that part of the role that you played with Alex? Yeah, I'm... I mean, definitely, I think as a family, we were able to talk about the good and the bad things within the season and how he played and, you know, things to always improve on. Um, I think my husband and I were able to balance that really well for him. Hey, when when um, you, he's been playing football since he was little, correct? Yes, since second grade. Since second grade. And do you remember the days going to the high school game when he was in fifth and sixth and going, wow, it's senior night. I got a long way to worry about for that. I do remember those nights. And Muskego has always done a really amazing job with incorporating our youth as part of the program and and really, you know, bringing the youth for youth night and then senior night. And I always, you know, even as a freshman parent, I was like, oh, I have three years to get to this right. point. I was helping set it up and things and it was real. It was just really interesting to go through it this year, and you know, to to feel the different emotions of like starting the season, the season with excitement and then ending it with a little bit of sadness, but excitement for the new journey. Hey Ryan, when I talked to you about doing this show, and I said, look, do you do you think you might have a mom or two that would be interested coming on? You said, Mike, we have so many good senior moms, like like players that that have moms that are seniors that we can fill the whole show. With Muskego moms, I said, I'm not doing that because there'll be other, you know, we can't, we're not doing that, pal. But you said, you know what, let me think about it and let me try to figure out um, if I can pick two that, that, you know, would be willing to come on and be good ambassadors for the program and their sons. And you came up with Tina and you came up with Shelly, but you said, look, every, every program has got, you have to have moms that are willing and, and able and, and say, look, we'll jump in and help out wherever we can. And you said, look, Tina and Shelly certainly have done that. Oh, without a doubt, Mike. And uh, they are two good ones. And, you know, it's it's kind of funny because their sons are on opposite sides of the football offense and defense. And uh, the yin and the yang, if you will, of Muskego uh, High School football in, in the senior class. Um, but any good coach knows that, 
if you want your program to go and, and truly build a program and a culture that is, is conducive to winning and, and caring about people and developing um, better human beings, you got to include the families and a big piece of the families typically behind the scenes are the moms and the moms are the ones that are, are setting up the team dinners and they're setting up the handing out programs and, and the little things for senior nights and, you know, making those little phone calls for, you know, clothing and spirit gear and all the other little things that go into it. And, and I know our program wouldn't be where it is today without moms like Tina and, and Shelly coming up later in the show. Hey, Tina, when, um, when, when Alex started playing football, were you a football fan um, going into that? I've, I grew up being a football fan. I grew up in Hawaii, and so we always watched football together as a family on Sunday morning while we were eating breakfast and, and things like that. Um, but definitely grew up as a football fan. But I didn't realize I was going to turn into like a football mom, which is a completely <laughs> different animal than yes. just a regular football fan. 100%, <laughs> Mrs. Current. 100%. From being a fan to being a football mom is an incredible journey and like kevin wrote this book i i would love for for you and shelly get together and write about this journey that you've been on with your family and your sons because it isn't just your son going on a friday night to go play football and, and you guys might get there or might not we'll see if we can get over there that that was a friday night that's what you guys did i'm sure yes everything from tailgating in the parking lot to handing out Spirit sticks for senior night to, you know, getting our seats right at five when the gate opened. We were, both Shelly and I were always there, you know, making sure everything was operating as best as it can be. Man, I I just, uh, I love that. Tina, let's do real quickly. Alex um, has made his decision. Where is he going next year? Yep. He's going to attend Bemidji State and play football there. So it's going to be a little bit longer of a ride for you than it is to go see him play at Muskego. Yes, it will be a nine-hour trip to go see him play. And I've got a feeling that you guys will get up there to see him play as often as possible. It'll be hard once he leaves the, the house. You know, I I think we're both ready for him to leave. I think he's accomplished a lot of things that he set, that he set as goals when he was a freshman and a sophomore. And, you know, now it's, you know, it's finishing, wrapping up this season. And we've just finished football and track. Hopefully we'll have that in the spring and, he has a few goals he would like to accomplish there. And then I think he's ready to move on. Um, you know, I think Muskego has provided a wonderful foundation for him to be an excellent student athlete and, you know, and to be a really great community member to where, you know, in, in Bemidji giving back to the community. So I think, I think we're both ready for him to move on. That's per- Tina. Thank you. You are, you are so perfect for the lead off on the moms. I mean, with what you said, and I really appreciate it. Look, I know that none of you moms really want to do this show with me, but I really appreciate your willingness to come on. And we didn't even take one shot at Ryan McMillan. We're going to wait until that 1130 segment. because oh, Shelly said she would handle that for both of us, Tina. Sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah, she is ter- Tina Current, again, the mom of Alex Current, going to Bemidji State and uh, had a phenomenal career at Muskego. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Jennifer Schultz Redding, her son Quentin, uh, just one of the nicest young men. I got a chance to meet him in person. Um, what a career at Menominee Falls. And when I talked to her one other time, she said, look, since he was about in second grade, 
he lives football. He eats football. He breathes football. This is takes care of all his business in the classroom. But once he gets out, he's always thinking about football. And we're going to talk to Jennifer about that on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, the Athletic Director at Muskego, Ryan McMillan, our next guest. And I've become a fan of hers. We've talked a few times and a huge fan of her son, Quentin. Uh, Jennifer Schultz Redding, uh, Quentin Redding Sr., just graduate, is going to graduate at the end of this year, but his last senior uh, high school football game, uh, they played at Muskego and took their first loss of the year. And let me just tell you real quickly, I got a chance to meet him at the Pick and Save across street from Menominee Falls, and, and their three captains are all big time student-athletes, and there was one that was just a tick above, and so he was our pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, and I asked him off to the side because when I met Quentin for the first time, I thought, wow, he's a big personality, really a good-looking kid, but a little smaller than I thought, and I said, how good of a football player is he, and this kid said he is by far the best player I've ever played with, and I go, you've played with some unbelievable players at Menominee Falls, he said, nobody as good as he is. I'm telling you right now, that's as good a football player as I've, as I've ever played with. And uh, it, it opened my eyes. And when I talked to Jennifer, she started laughing and said, this, this is all this kid talks about. Jennifer Schultz writing, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, you're <laughs> welcome. I really appreciate your willingness to come on. Look, I know the passion that you have for these boys and your family because now we're friends on Facebook. And, and I know that, that Quentin has a special place in your heart because of the, the, the passion he has for this sport. And um, I'm wondering, can you first of all, can you believe how quick this, this came to an end? No, not at all. I mean, I think about when he first played – back in first grade and you're thinking oh I got a lifetime ahead of me and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like freshman year and the next thing you know it's senior year and the season's over so no it came rather quickly you know you've got a a little bit of advantage because Evan is um has got a year left correct yes that's correct Mm -hmm. and so you'll be able to play to to watch him play um it's funny when I'm quitting on the air with us I asked him who's the better receiver he said come on man I am are you kidding? And I go, no. He goes, look, he can go over the middle better than I am. Mean, look, we're different size-wise, but, man, uh-uh. Get me the ball in my hands, and I'll take it to the house. And we laughed. And, and I'm not kidding. I immediately, because of his big personality and how comfortable he is talking to adults and looking you right in the eye and shaking hands and saying thank you and you're welcome and all the things you hope as a parent when you're not around, Jennifer, that's this young man. You've done a marvelous job with him. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, you know, we started when he was young, and it was instilled in all three of our kids. We have a daughter, too, that's um, in seventh grade, and she's a basketball player and a soccer player. And ever since they were little, it's you, you shake a firm handshake, and you look someone in the eye. And if they didn't do it, I would make them reshake, you know, someone's hand. And, you know, people would say, no, don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm like, no, it's not. you got to start young. And, um, and it pays off in the end. And you want to be, you want them to be 
um, young adults and to be able to have adult conversation. I, I've used this line a lot, um, Jennifer, but it really fits with, with Quentin. And that is, I always want to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne, right? <laughs> I'm not in the corner. I'm not in the car with them. I'm at home and they're at the pick and save store across the street from the school. So I'm nowhere around. And he walked in and they, he just right away walked right up, shook hands. How you doing? You know, thanks for having me on your show. All of that stuff that you hope. Hey, um, Ryan, you had a chance for, firsthand. And I know during games you're quite busy, but you had a chance to watch Quentin Redding play. And you said, man, this kid's good, man. He's really good. Oh, there's no doubt he's really good. And and the thing that intrigued me the most about him is how much you can tell he enjoys the game. And you can tell you brought up big personality, Mike, and that's one of the questions I'd have for Jennifer. Jennifer, where do you where do you think uh, Quinton gets his personality from? Because I could tell when he was out on the field he had no problem talking to uh, Muskego players either, as, as, and he had a lot of fun with it. And you could tell he's really enjoying the game, and he's a classy kid, and everyone on our – our sideline respected the heck out of him, but where do, where do you think that comes from? Oh, that definitely comes from his dad. His dad's got a big personality. <laughs> I, Jennifer, I think he got a little from you, too. I've got to be honest with you, because it's not like you're like a wallflower here. You're, you, when, when we talk, it's awfully fun. Did you want to say, one of the questions I asked Tina Current before you, were you a football fan prior to Quentin starting in first grade? Oh, definitely. We you know we grew up Packer fans. You know, my older one of my older brothers played football in high school, and I remember going to some of his games. And um, definitely, we're all there's six of us in my family, all sports oriented, from volleyball to soccer to baseball to football. You name it, we we played all of it. So, and then um, Quinton, he just had such a passion since he was, like I said, five years old, and uh, we put him in the program over in Germantown. He started out there until he could get into the Junior Indians program in the Menominee Falls area. So then he started there in fifth grade and uh, stayed in that. And they, they love it too, because I remember still, even when he played in Junior Indians and the older kids from the high school team would come watch him. And one day he told me, he's like, mom, when I'm older, I'm going to come back and I'm going to come watch these kids. And that's what him and his brother would do is they would go and support the Junior Indian program and um, go and support those kids. And it's fun because, you know, they look up to them and, you know, they have to be good role models too. Boy, Jennifer, I, you know what, we could end the show right now with what that, what you just said is how hard Ryan McMillan believes in that and how hard I believe in it. And look, I don't know if Quentin understands or if Evan understands when they go to one of those youth games, those little kids are like, do you see who's over there watching us play? Do you see who that is? And the fact that somebody did that for him and he's willing to pay that back and give that, give these kids a chance to, to go, man, Quentin Redding and Evan Redding were at our game today. is such a big deal for the, for those kids. And I thank them for, for doing that uh, a ton. Jennifer, does Quentin know, has he made any decisions yet for next year? He hasn't. He has a few offers from some Minnesota schools, from Domingue State, from Duluth, and then also we're actually going to go visit um, Concordia St. Paul uh, next weekend. So we'll see what uh, shakes out from there. And um, But his, his drive is to definitely play in, in college. Well, good for him. And, and when he gets up to Concordia St. Paul, I've got – um, two kids that I went to church with and one that I've coached in basketball, uh, two brothers that play there. 
And uh, if there's any any introductions that I can make uh, for these two, and they they love the school, they love the coaches up there, and and Darius Crowley Reed is the young man that was a running back and, and a big time running back over at Greendale Martin Luther, and his brother Chris is like the all time leading Division two sack leader in the in the history of the country. I he's he's a kid that I used to sit behind at church and barely talked, didn't say much. But boy, on the football field, man, he, he gets after it, and they love the school. Uh, it's going to be hard for you, Jennifer, I would think, when that decision is made and then he packs up that car and heads off to college. Oh, definitely. Yes, I'm, I'm going to miss him. I know his dad will miss him, and he's really close to his brother and sister, and he was having a conversation with his sister the other day telling her, you know, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come watch you play soccer. I'm going to come watch you play basketball. And he's like, but... Even though I'm away, I still want you to call me all the time and tell me what you're doing and who you're dating so that I can come home and make sure that I put my presence there. So he's definitely protective of his family. As he as he should be. And I'll tell you what, I'm not sure I'd want to be the boy dating his sister and, <laughs> you know, not hold the door for her when she gets out of the car because Quentin Redding's going to be right there. What a great senior year this was, even though it was, you know, it was a little bit messed up. You guys, uh, you guys won every game of the year um, until that last one at Muskego. And look, that that program in Muskego is as good as they get right now. And and uh, give you guys a lot of credit for getting to that game. And and uh, it was so fun to meet uh, your son. I, I went and watched a whole bunch of video on him after he came on uh, my show to make sure that you know he was as good as as I thought he was and he and every bit as good and whatever college he he selects they're going to win in this whole deal Jennifer and I hope you know that um thank you so much for coming on uh, I am happy that you have that one more year with Evan but I'm not sure I'd want to be at senior night next year Oh one, definitely well thank no. you for having me on I appreciate it you're welcome. If there's anything that we can do for you, and again, we're, we're big fans of, of Quentin. If there's anything you need from us, please let me know. Definitely will. I really appreciate that. Thank you, you and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. She is Jennifer Schultz Redding. Again, Menominee Falls mom, Quentin and Evan, and uh, I've had a lot of fun with her this year and just picking her brain on a couple of things. I've had her on a couple of shows and uh, you can see where, where Quentin Redding kind of gets his, you know, his moxie from a little bit and certainly uh, uh, gets it from her. And I'm a big fan. So boy, R Ryan, you know, you haven't been through that whole senior night thing as, as a coach you have, but as a parent, you have not. And that's a really difficult thing sometimes <clears throat> to get through. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I, uh, I empathize with those those parents. Someday I'll be there, hopefully not for a while. Uh, I know all of a sudden it will come quick and, and hit you like a ton of bricks when it's all said and done and, and over. But uh, a lot of respect and a lot of, um, you know, God, what do I want to say here? Um, just your heart goes out to them a little bit, yeah, you know, because you know it it's, a, it's a time of change in the life. You, you have those milestones and and when you know you graduate high school, that's one thing. But then when you watch your 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 kids graduate high school, it's another thing. And then now you you turn the page in another chapter of life. And now where do we go from here? And that's kind of the the hard part about it, you know. I agree. You know, the first two moms that we had on, they were able to see their their sons play in that last game, right? So they they have some closure to it. Our next guest is going to be Tammy Jessup. 
Uh, her son, Noah Jessup, is, was, is a senior at Franklin High School, and they didn't get a chance to, to, to experience that. Their last game, um, they played Oak Creek. And I guess if you're going to have one, if you're Franklin, and you want to get one last win, you beat Oak Creek 35-3, but they thought they had two more weeks coming. And they really thought maybe one of the weeks, if they could have gotten past Menominee Falls, would have been to play at Muskego. They, that got cut short, and we'll talk to Tammy Jessup about that part of this whole deal on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. This is who lays to rest on Mary's lap Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern, my uh, co-host, athletic director at Muskego High School. He is Ryan McMillan, our next guest. She is Tammy Jessup. She is uh, mom of uh, Noah Jessup. Had a really good season. He has a number of good seasons at Franklin High School. And when I talked to Lewis Brown, told him what we are thinking, he said, again, I'm sure you're hearing this from all your coaches that you're calling. We have a number of moms that are, you know have sons that are seniors, been through the wars with us, and would be great ambassadors uh, for me and this program and their kids. But I want you to reach out to Tammy Jessup and see if she would be willing to come on because, boy, oh, boy, we're going to miss you know, having Tammy be part of what we're doing here. And, Tammy, you're the first. First of all, Tammy, uh, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good morning, Doing good. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, and I hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving, and certainly the Christmas season um, is upon us, so happy holidays to you and your family. You're the first mom, Tammy, that we've had on whose son did not have some closure to that season, right? Um, Jennifer Schultz-Redding, her her son Quentin, they got a chance to go play at Muskego, and they knew that was their last game. Tina Current, son plays at Muskego, knew that was going to be their last game. That didn't happen for Noah and didn't happen for the, the families and the parents and the community of Franklin. Did not know that, that that Oak Creek game was going to be the last game. And I guess emotionally, how are you guys doing? How is the family? I think we're doing great. Um, yes, the season was, you know, the end of the season was very disappointing, disheartening. But, you know, that's life. We are grateful for the five games that we were able to play. Um, the kids have um, kind of, I'm, I'm not saying moving on. I'm, I think they're pretty sad still that the football season didn't end on their terms and it was, you know, the decision of others that the football did the way it did. Um, but for the most part, we're doing good. Good. Because, I, you know, it's been... I think for, for me as a basketball coach, for as long as I coached, and, and, and Ryan, I think, will we'll say the same thing. We knew, you know, the end of the season, if we we're good enough, you know, to move on or good enough to win a state championship or whatever, whatever that last game is, you have some closure to it. And, and right. Ryan, emotionally, we're able to, to deal with, okay, my team wasn't good enough to get, to get, get you know, further than this. But, man, for, for parents and for kids like Noah Jessup, Man, they, they're going to come back 10 years later going, hey, I think we could have maybe gotten Muskego or beat Menominee Falls, and they won't be <laughs> able hoping. to. T- yeah, right. And, and Ryan, that's hard for these kids. Oh, without a doubt. And, and even like little things, 
after you get that final game and even though you may you may come out on the losing end and even even in our case we won and it was still the end it, it's a hard time to go through but it's a it's a time of celebration and little things like getting a picture uh, with mom and dad after your last game and and having those those little keepsakes that uh, you'll kind of remember forever um, in the stadium one more time and whatnot you know that didn't get to happen here and, and that's that makes it all the more difficult it, it really does. Hey, Tammy, you've been a football mom now for a while, correct? Here's, were you a football fan prior? I was, I mean, of course, growing up in Wisconsin, big Green Bay fans. But like Alex's mom said, you know, once you um, become a football mom, it takes on a whole new meaning. It's a, a couple levels above being a regular football fan. Uh, maybe way, maybe 15 levels, I think, especially <laughs> okay, I when agree. you ta- when you talk about, look, that Franklin community has fallen in love with Sabre football. Sure and it, it really has. And kind of like Tina and like Jennifer before you, I, I would assume that a Friday night in the fall when they have a home game and maybe it's Oak Creek coming because there's not a lot of love there. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's just a big family event. It is. Friday Night Football draws tons of members from the community out to the stadium. It's packed. I mean, it is a great atmosphere. And do you um, do you get butterflies watching Noah play, or were you comfortable watching him play from an early age? Oh, I definitely got the butterflies every game, even our last game against Oak Creek. You just hope for the best. You want them to win. You want them to be proud of how they played. You want them to do their best. Um, yeah, butterflies for sure. Hey, who, um, what role, and, and it's, and look, I, I came into the show going, you know, I think only because this is what it was in my house where mm-hmm. my wife would put her arm around Matthew or my daughter, Katie. Um, but if they played really well, then they would kind of hang out with me because I would, you know, I'd say, man, that was fun. You know, what about this? and What about that? But if they didn't, then she, she had a different, I guess, part on on she how she would handle that and i'm wondering in the jessup family what part of that was your role um well because we had always had a winning season for the most part um you know i would the kids would come over they'd watch huddle they would talk about like who did what good who didn't do as well um you know we kind of let them be and like we always gave it about 12 hours and then like asked noah how he did or how he thought he did what he could always improve on and um i'm thinking the last loss we have was in muskego last year i think they lost 17 to 10 to them so after that game sure um you wanted to give them time to debrief a little bit and like to um, look at how the game went. And then we would just talk about it and ask him, you know, what, what did he do good? What could he improve on? How did the team do as a whole? It was never, never anything negative. We always, you know, put silver lining on everything. Boy, that's, that's good. Does Noah know what, what, uh, what he's going to be doing next year? Well, he definitely wants to play football in college. He loves the game of football. Um, so he's got, a couple offers. Um, he's talking to other colleges. He's going to tour a couple colleges in the next coming weeks. So time will tell. What um, What's your feeling? Do you hope that he stays close? Do you hope that he just whatever the best decision for him is? And will you, will will your family have some input, or is this totally up to Noah? Um, for the most part, this is totally up to Noah. I mean, with a little guidance from us, I guess. Um, sure. I have an older son at Madison. I have a son at Minnesota. So 
also wherever he goes, I mean, it's a plane right away. So I'm looking forward to anything um, that Noah does in the future and looking forward to it. Boy, it's going to be quiet in the Jessup household. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> you can't. Although, <laughs> although, I have to That's say, awesome. you know, we have a lot of friends. And like you said, Frank has a huge football community. So I have a lot of friends with younger kids. I'll be at the Friday Night Games next year for sure. Oh, Not there's traveling yeah. to watch Noah play on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know what? I love hearing that, Tammy, because that means that you were there for the, that whole team and not just for Noah, because once he's gone, you're still going to go and, and support them. And you'll know what those parents are feeling senior night. You know, yeah, you'll know absolutely. that. Hey, well, why is it that Oak Creek and Franklin don't like each other much? What's going on with that? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, this community, the football community, these coaches will always have my respect and support. I will be there cheering them on. Well, you've got a good one there. I'm a big fan of Lewis Brown and oh, and, and that whole staff. But he, uh, look, I, if there's a better defensive uh, coordinator, defensive coach at the high school level in the state of Wisconsin, you know what? I, there may be some that are as good, but I just think that, that he is as good as they get. I really do. He sure is, not only as a football coach, but he's had a huge hand in shaping not only my son, but the rest of the football players into the young men they are today. Yeah, I agree with that. I have. He has always been extremely kind with his time, and it doesn't matter what he's doing. You know, if I call, leave a message, he'll call me straight back, and, and uh, I, I really appreciate that. And the people that have gone through that program, the amount of respect that they have for Lewis Brown is really high. You know, I wasn't going to tell this story Tammy, but the season's over now, and, and I'm going to let Ryan McMillan in on this. That There was a game, I think it was against when you were going to play Bradford on October 23rd, or Indian Trail maybe. It was Indian Trail, I think, on the 30th, where you found out that day you weren't playing. Like and at 3 p.m., right? Yeah, yeah, 3 p.m. And, and, hey, Ryan, during the high school football scoreboard show, I texted Lewis and said, can you come on for a couple minutes? He goes, yeah. Well, his staff was in the basement watching a game or watching film and Lewis was upstairs and they were listening to Lewis on my show. And one of the coaches yelled out, we want Muskego. And I said, man, be careful, be careful what you ask for. And Lewis said, no, he said, you know, Minami fall, whoever we got to play is really good. But boy, oh boy, would we like one more chance at those guys? And that part, Ryan, is what I feel the worst about for, for everybody involved. You know, they wanted one more shot at the mighty Muskego, and, and uh, they felt pretty good about trying to at least compete and get over there and maybe get a win. Um, and so just so you know, that, that, that whoever coached that, whatever coach that was yelling that I heard it on the other side of the radio, pal. <laughs> we did want Muskego. We'll, we'll you see did. <laughs> there you go. She, hey, there <laughs> you heard it here first. Tammy Jessup. Tammy, thank you so much. Tell Noah good luck with, with his decision on where to play next year. Thank you so much for having me. Happy you holidays bet. to you both. You as well. Thank you. Let's let's get to a break. Barcy Benchwall from Grafton High School, son JP, and and similar to to Tammy, she's had a number of boys go through Grafton. All went to Wisconsin, and JP, I think, uh, just uh, just won an award uh, for being the best offensive lineman in the state of Wisconsin. And I'll get you that information on the other side of the break. But Barcy Benchwall, hey Ryan, the fun part about this, her son-in-law is the head football coach at Grafton. 
<laughs> That's that is Ooh. cool. That adds, and I said, hey, we could rip him a little bit. And Varsity said, absolutely not. He's a really good man. And I said, yes, he is. I agree with that. We'll get to a break. Other side again. Varsity Benchwall will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan and the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm 1250 AM The Fan. I am Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ryan McMillan. You know, Ryan, when you get a chance to talk to Barcy Benchwall, you look at, you know, her sons that have gone through Grafton, have gone, played at Wisconsin, and JP is just, you know, the, he's the third, and, and he is going to Wisconsin. He was named, uh, given the Joe Thomas Award as most outstanding senior offensive lineman in Wisconsin. That's the third of uh, that award that the Benchwalls have, have won. Uh, his older brother, Bo, goes to Wisconsin, now plays for the Detroit Lions, and Luke is at Wisconsin. And now the youngest son is going there. And we're talking now with Barcy Benchwall from Grafton High School. Barcy, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. How are you today? Good, thanks. How are you? Uh, we are good. How are you feeling right now? JP, the, the youngest boy, is done, right? Done playing high school yeah. football. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's pretty sad, but we're really excited for him. He's got a great future. And, you know, when... I guess when when Bo senior night for Bo, you kind of thought, boy, this is sad. But I've got these other boys coming. That could JP. This thing ended. It went quick, right? Yeah, I mean, they had fewer games this year, also. But um, yeah, it was kind of sad having it all end now. But in the end, he's got something to look forward to. So it's not as sad as it could have been. So at one point, you had um, you know JP playing in in high school, and you had. Bo up at Wisconsin, or at, at um, in the pros, I guess, and then Luke at Wisconsin. So you've had, you've watched games Friday, Saturday, Sunday to watch your son's I know. How, so weird. Like this, this year was very odd because there's of the Badger game. Yes. And Luke um, actually ended his career last, uh, I would say last February, because of a knee surgery and everything like that. But just having these Saturdays open is so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, because you're not you know. now. Next year, when hopefully we're back to normal, you're not going to yeah. have Saturdays open anymore. I know. Was, I know. What, hey, uh, Barcy, was there ever a question? And talking to people, there they they said quickly, absolutely not. There was never a question that JP would go to Wisconsin. There was never a question <laughs> that he was going to Madison. Same with Luke, the and same with Bo. The day they get the offers, they they accept because. We've been Badger fans our entire lives. They've gone as children to games. My mother has season tickets. I mean, oh, boy. We are Badger fans through and through. And as you all know, Scott played there, too. And I went to school there. Yep. All their aunts and uncles went there. I mean, we are huge Badger fans. So JP so would not, not be in. If he decided to go to Michigan or Ohio State, he, he'd have to find some place for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. It he was, could, yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't worry. You don't have to recruit him hard. He's going to Madison. Like, try to get the other recruits because <laughs> – 
work on that because he's done. <laughs> well, it's funny because we've had on a couple of the other recruits, and, and including Hunter Walder, whose mom's coming up at 1130, who immediately brought him up, brought up this group of guys that are going up there. And he said, hey, this kid from Grafton, that's who I'm going up there with. You know, that, oh, that yeah. he's a really good football player. And he, he was like, look, we've already bonded all these guys that are oh. going. And he named them. And he said, look, we've all become really good friends and we haven't gotten on campus yet. I know. I mean, this is this is unique compared to the other two boys because we would have already been meeting the parents in December, you know, going to events, things like yeah. that. And there was nothing this year. Oh, so boy, that very different. So, hey, Ryan, like I said, you know, the the difference between Barcy and any of the other moms that we have, her son-in-law is the head football coach <laughs> at Grafton. I said, I said, Barcy, we can rip him a little bit. It'll be fun. She goes, absolutely not. Uh-uh, I'm not doing that. He's a really good man. No and I said, he okay. is. And Ryan, I don't know if you remember, but when, when the head football coach from Grafton came in a couple years ago and Jim Norris sat in studio with us, we immediately liked him because of his moxie and how he, he wanted to bring that UW Whitewater kind of tradition and toughness over to Grafton High School. Yeah, there's no doubt he's got the moxie uh, for leading young men and, and battling and coming from UW Whitewater. I wonder what Jim's like inside the uh, the <laughs> household with Varsity and the rest of the family because you kind of got to eat crow and stay humble in that household <laughs> because everyone else is so successful. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think the only thing with um, Jim, you know, can hold his, absolutely can hold his own here. I think the thing that comes to mind is um, like we're kind of the tall family in our area, like we're all tall. Right. <laughs> and so Jimmy's always been pretty tall, you know, compared, you know, to all of his other, you know, the people at Whitewater and his sure. family. And then when he comes here, he's the smallest one. <laughs> he's the runt. He is the, the, runt. the runt. He told us. <laughs> right. He, he told us in, um, and I don't know if it was on there or not, he said, look. I yell at this prize left tackle that I have, and I get on him pretty hard. The tough part is I'm sleeping on the couch. Like, I, I got to be a little careful how I handle this young man, but he's got thick skin, and he can, you know, but if his sister hears it or my wife hears it, you know, obviously same person, man, I just got to be a little careful, but I don't really have much to say to this young man because he outworks everybody. Oh, that's super sweet. No, that is absolutely true. Abby will stand up for her brother's. No matter what. He's their well, biggest he, fan. He <laughs> yes. said she knows as much about football as I do sometimes because she's been uh, around it. And that's what yes. he said on the air. And then he kind of winked at us, though. Yeah. I mean, Abby and I have been to so many football games, obviously. and um, But we love it. We do not know as much as the boys. But, I mean, she did play high school basketball, so she knows basketball. And so Good I really, for her. She's you know, my favorite, yeah. so, so you know. <laughs> Because being a basketball coach, I like to hear that. What will uh, Friday nights be like for you next year? Oh, um, I'm hopefully going to go to some away games for Madison. And then we travel. Um, We still have, once again, we we still have Jimmy here. So I'm going to still go to games if this all opens up again. I'm a huge Grafton fan. I will go to the Grafton games, Abby and I and whoever is around. So um, it's not that different for me. In that respect, do you get nervous watching your boys play? Um, uh, Badger games, I want to throw up. I get so nervous. <laughs> um, high school, in their positions, it's different because they're not catching a ball and missing it. Like with Luke, that was very that was traumatizing. You know, if someone's catching balls and they right. were tight ends in high school, Bo and Luke were. 
that was more traumatizing. But when you're a lineman, it's not as evident if you have an error. In basketball, it's evident. Does that make sense? Like, I, like the normal person can't really catch it. You know, so, the fact that the fact that these three boys, you know, Wisconsin really should buy you dinner a couple of times. Having these boys coming through and you you understand what it's like to be on campus and be at Camp Randall and and now yeah. they, they certainly do as well and and I think that you know Wisconsin has gotten really good football players from your family but better men everybody that I talk to Marcy and, and it's funny because all of the kids that we have on I'll ask other coaches you know about about JP and what, and they're like, look, he's as nice a kid as you're going to meet until he puts that uniform on. And then he drills our boys, yeah. you know, and, and you got to like that, that people think that, you know, he's a really nice young man, but he's a really tough football player. So you got to be proud of him. Oh, I'm proud of everybody in my family. And right now he's experienced a great time in his life. High school sports are fantastic. And we're going into basketball. We already, I looked at the schedule. We have a game Tuesday. So I yeah. mean, it's like, so I'm he's, thrilled about that. He's probably playing right now. Or do they have a, a scrimmage going on today? Well, honestly, he went hunting. Oh, sorry. Don't, well, you know what? <laughs> he, he needs it. Good for him. Good. Yeah, he so, needs to let his yeah. body rest a little bit from the football season. In case the basketball coach is listening, I think it's I important that he gets away from it for a little while. He's going to be fine on Tuesday. He knows how to play basketball. He didn't even come to Thanksgiving. That's that's they, they, him and um, JP and his dad or Scott went hunting. And so, yeah, um, I'm just happy that he got to be outside and do it because he can't do it all year, pretty much. Right. So it's a great opportunity. So, but he, I looked. He practiced all week, but he has um, a game on Tuesday already. So, wow. Yeah, it, it it's coming quick. quick, and I'm hoping and I, that hopefully that... we can go to him. Yes, and hopefully they're going to get a lot of games in. Hey, Ryan, yeah. really quickly on the basketball side, they've shortened the season, and I'll start my basketball coaches show next week. They shorten the season, and you can add a few games, correct? Absolutely. Yes, you can. You can get as many as you can uh, squeeze into that shortened um, season. And um, I think we were sitting at like 21, but I know some other schools have gotten to 26, 27, and so – it uh, it will be a, a definitely a sprint more than a marathon this year. Yeah, it wow. really will. There, there's no doubt. Hey, Barcy, thank you so much. I appreciate oh, your you. willingness to come on. And I know when I called you the night before Thanksgiving, you're like, hold on, what am I doing? No, wait, I know, what? I get nervous. No, no, not when we're talking about your sons. That's that's really easy stuff. It. Yeah, you bet. And your son-in-law. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I have nothing bad to say about that boy. It just would have been fun hearing it from his mother-in-law a little bit. But no, you were going to none of that. He, he is great. No. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, good. You tell JP congratulations on the Joe Thomas Award and following his brothers up to Wisconsin. Um, I think that's a wonderful tradition that, that your family is all Badgers. They're wearing red. Nobody's going to be wearing any any blue or any any green oh from gosh. Michigan State. Oh, that would not be good. It was, yeah, never. <laughs> never. You heard it here. Barcy, yeah. thank you so much. Hey, I, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yeah, same to you. Thanks so much. You bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Rhonda Gillette. Her son, Garrett Gillette, who we had on earlier as well uh, from McGuanago, she will join us. And, and I can tell you this, Ryan, when I talked to the head football coach at McGuanago, he said, man, we were playing our best football at the end of the year. 
we were playing our best football, and we just wish we could have continued to play. And I know you would echo that um, with with them. Yeah, 100%. I wish we could have um, found some closure and played it out and adjusted things a little bit differently. But uh, at the end of the day, we were thankful to be playing. And uh, But, yeah, we we could have done some things differently, but that's neither here nor there now. Now we got to move forward. Yep. Hey, last thing. When I get off the air today at noon, I'm zipping out to uh, center court out in Waukesha to watch my grandsons play basketball. And my fourth grade grandson, this is the first year he's playing basketball. And I talked to him on his way out there and I said, Logan, and he's a big kid and he's pretty good. He's pretty athletic. And I said, Logan, all I want you to do is play hard. I just want you to play hard today. And, And I don't care if you win or lose. I don't care how many points you score, but I want 10 rebounds. You're playing a couple of games. I want 10 rebounds. And if you play hard, that's what you can get rebounds for playing hard. And if you get 10, Papa's got a little something in his wallet for you. <laughs> that's bribing, right? Maybe I shouldn't do that. Hey, man, whatever motivates him and gets it done, I'm, it's all for it. Little Logan, that will motivate him. So I'm hoping when I walk in the gym, he can look at me and put up 10 fingers and go, pay me. So I'll be at center court at about 12.20 today watching these boys play as they play for the Brookfield East Junior Spartan Program, and I look forward to that. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Rhonda Gillette, McGuanago mom, Garrett Gillette's mom, and we'll talk to her on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 12.50 a.m., The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Hey, Ryan, how do you like our bumper music? I love it. It's peaceful, my man. Thank you. Because it might be just you and me and Andy Marino Spitzer. That might be <laughs> it. Because, man, I don't, Sam's like, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. My other producer from a year ago said, I'll never do your show during from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Can't take that music, man. I love it. I, I and I hope that uh, I hope the people that listen to this show uh, like it as much as I do. I'm not sure they do. I thought they did, but we'll uh, we'll figure that out. But I'm not changing. I'm not going to you know. Grandma got run over by a reindeer, and <laughs> I caught mommy kissing Santa Claus. I'm not doing any of that for sure. Our next guest from McGuanago, and uh, again, when I talked to their head football coach, I said, "Here's what I'm looking," and Every single coach I talked to said, look, we have a number of them, but but I think Rhonda Gillette, um, I would love for you to talk with her. And uh, she is the mom of Garrett Gillette, who we had on the show uh, earlier in the year, and just a nice young man. Rhonda, thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. Hey, let's talk a little bit about um, McGuanago football. You're a little different than the other moms because you've got you've got two ACL injuries in your household right now, correct? I sure do. Our Thanksgiving picture had more crutches than people. <laughs> that's very. I'm sorry to laugh at that. That's a really good line. That's a really good line. So your older son had hurt his ACL, tore it, and then Garrett did right at the end of McGuanago season, correct? Yes. Yep. Dalton injured his during a practice um, in Duluth that, you know, they're just practicing because they weren't able to have a season this 
year. And then Garrett injured his ACL at the first playoff game. Oh, boy. So when are they both having surgery? Have that been set and lined up? Well, December 1st, they're both going in to um, see the same surgeon. And (laughs) Garrett is actually, he's been cleared by PT to have his surgery. And Dalton um, might have a little bit more PT to do before they can do his surgery. So are they giving you like a, a, a multiple discount or something? I mean, you have, <laughs> what can I ask? What surgeon is are they working with? Um, they're working with Dr. Carol Vetter out of okay. um, out of Freighter. Man, well, our certainly prayers and well wishes will will be with with them for sure. Hey, uh, similar to the questions that I've asked the other moms, this came quick for you, right? I mean, all of a right. sudden, Garrett his his high school football career is over. It is. It ended more abruptly than we wanted with that injury, but um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been a fun ride. You know, I've team mom for five years with both boys in the varsity level, so it'll be a different fall for us for sure. What do you think, um, I guess depending, do we know yet where Garrett's going next year? I know there were some some things that happened here um, recently, um, but did, has he made a decision where he's going next year? He has not. He had committed back in May to ASU and then yep. um, ended up, they had dropped three of their recruits and he was one of them. And so he's, you know, back, back talking with a bunch of different schools and just hasn't made a decision quite yet. And, but he's got, he's got uh, a number of opportunities, correct? He does. He does. Hopefully, you know, he'll bounce back stronger than he was before and he'll get back out there and um, be able to play some football this fall. How difficult was it for him when ASU did that? And I know why they did it with with being able to have some of the players uh, from this year be able to to add another year because what's going on, they they had to do that. And that must have been a difficult phone call or email. I don't know how they responded that to you how they got you that information, but that had to be really difficult for him. Yeah, it was especially difficult because, you know, he had formed this chat group with a bunch of the other recruits, and he actually got Marcus Bowe from Tosa to commit to ASU, and they became good friends. And, you know, they had this huge group together, and then, you know, to find out that you and two of your buddies, you know, got dropped, it was <sighs> it was rough. And, you know, we just tell him it's another bump in the road, and just like this injury, another bump in the road, and, you know, it teaches him grit, which both of our boys have a ton of. So, um, just hey, got to move forward. When when growing, did were you a? And I've asked all the moms this: Were you a big football fan prior to your boys playing? Um, yeah, all my life I've played football with my neighbors, a little tackle football, yeah. growing up with three brothers. But um, but yes, always been a football fan. And when they started playing, I, I would assume that Garrett watched his older brother and said, okay, I want to do that, the same stuff. Size-wise, Garrett, obviously, is he's, he's a 6'5", 225-pound tight end. And McGuanago isn't known for throwing the ball a whole lot. So, And I think the upside, what I keep hearing is, look, he, he's a really good football player, and he fits nicely into the McGuanago system. But if he gets a chance to play tight end at the next level with a, with a school that likes to throw the ball – the, the, the ceiling's really high for this young man. Right, yep, yep. He's pretty excited about an opportunity like that. Yeah. When um, when he was younger, did you know that the, that football was, was going to be his sport? <laughs> I, 
actually he did because during when he was in the Braves when tackle football first started, he would wake up in the morning and say, Somebody's getting hurt today. <laughs> he he liked to play defense. He likes blocking. He he has always been very excited about football. Hey, Ryan McMillan, I know you're laughing over there. Because you, you, you know what? Uh, when you uh, wake up in the morning and you got a kid who's playing in youth football who says someone's getting hurt today, I want to coach that kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that chip on his shoulder is probably what led to his success. And he's a heck of a player, no doubt. You'll, uh, Muskega will miss uh, getting the chance to compete against those Gillette boys. Yeah, yeah, we will. It's uh, we're okay seeing them graduate. <laughs> it, 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 does it seem like Garrett's been there for like five, six, seven years? I mean, for some reason, I, I'm like, wow, he, he has he been been at McGuanago a while? But then it's obviously you remember his brother and stuff like that. Hey, um, Rhonda, I can't imagine, and we don't really have to get into this. That I can't imagine the the McGuanago community. Liked going to Muskego a whole lot. You know, they're the big dog right now. I know that you guys competed really well against them, but, you know, I would assume when you look at the schedule, that would be the first game you would look at. Absolutely. We were hoping to get in the same playoff schedule with them to get chance at them one more time. Yeah, I was a little surprised, to be honest with you. And I won't say who, but I was a little surprised. There was one of the – I thought I thought McGuanago was going to be – one of those four teams. I, I really mm-hmm. did. Cause, and, and again, your head coach said, look, we were playing really well down the stretch. Um, that's for sure. You're going to miss going over to, to see McGuanago play on Friday nights. I don't know if you'll continue to do that, but it'll be different if you do. <laughs> we'll for sure continue. My husband's a graduate. He played football for McGuanago. So we've been going to games even before our kids played there. So we'll continue to support that program for sure. Good for you, Rhonda. I have to tell you this really quickly. My grandson that I'm going to watch, one of them going to watch basketball at center court after get off the show today. The first tackle football game that I could go watch him play, he plays for the Brookfield East Junior Spartans and was at McGuanago a number of weeks ago. And I got a chance when I got there, the person I had, you know, getting the tickets kind of knew me from some of the stuff that we do here. And he said, hey, just go ahead on in. Thank you. And I went and sat in those little bleachers in the end zone. And Keegan mm-hmm. plays defensive back and he plays wide receiver. Uh, McGuanago doesn't throw the ball, especially in the youth level. So he didn't get any action there. And Brooke doesn't really throw the ball in as wide receiver. He didn't get any action there. So I was just sitting there watching the game and they were up. Brookfield is up 6 nothing with like four minutes to go in the game, but it was fourth and 10 from the Guanago 15 or 20-yard line. And so everybody thinks Brookfield is going to punt, but they hadn't really practiced punting yet. So they just, you know, they snapped it, and the kid threw a pass, and my, my grandson caught it. And he took off running, and I became that crazy grandfather. Like, I didn't <laughs> know I had that in me, and I started screaming like a crazy person. And all of a sudden, I looked around, and I thought, thank goodness I'm not up in the stands, so all these people. But I'll never forget being on that the, the sidelines of that, or at least in the end zone, watching my grandson take off. And he got caught at about the 15-yard line. But it was so fun for me. And the people from Iguanago were so, they were so kind when I was out there. That's a really good group of people there. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting to be part of. 
Yeah. Hey, wish uh, Garrett, wish both boys, we'll be praying for them. Surgeries go well. We'll pray for the surgeon that she's ready to go and, and uh, to take care of Garrett, and he gets right back. And, and whatever decision he makes to where he wants to go next year, um, Rhonda, I can tell you they win in that. Whatever school yeah, uh, attracts him, I think that they win and all that. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. I really appreciate yep. it. Thank you. Take care. You got it. That's Rhonda Gillette. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. Here you go, Mr. McMillan. Shelly Waller will be coming on. She is Hunter's mom. And uh, she, um, boy, I'll tell you what, she's as big a fan of Muskego football as there is. And the only thing she's a bigger fan is her family and this young man. And she has a right to be that because this kid is a special kid heading up to Wisconsin next year. And we will talk to Shelly about uh, about about bagging a deer last week, but I want to talk to her about the one she missed. That's probably what I'll start with. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. On 12:50 a.m., the fan. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my uh, co-host, the athletic director at Muskego High School. You know, when we talked to Hunter last week, I didn't realize his mom was listening when she was in her deer stand in Chippewa Falls. And uh, he said, look, I said, Hunter, I'm going to ask your mom to come on. He said, yeah, she'll be great. She's very well-spoken. And I thought, okay. And I talked to Shelly, and, and uh, she's right. He was right, man. And Shelly said, look, I, I did get a deer that day, but I missed a big one. But let's not talk about that. So I'm obviously going to start our conversation with that because that's the kind of guy I am. We are now joined by Shelly Waller. Shelly, how are you today? I'm good. How about you? Good. How big was the one you missed? I thought we weren't going to talk about that. I know. You know me. I lie. No, except on Faith in the Zone. I'm only kidding. Right. There's well, stories, but it was big. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay. It's that's, okay. That is okay. Hey, Ryan, when I told Shelly, look, if, if you had a pick to be at Camp Randall or go deer hunting, and she said, well, the last two years I've been able to do both. I'll head from Camp Rand, head to from Madison, and just drive up to Chippewa Falls or come home and leave at 3 in the morning to get there because this is such a family thing that we do to go deer hunting. And I love the fact that that tradition has stayed with this family. 100%. That's what uh, family's about, and that's what deer camp's about is family and football's family. And uh, I just love to hear her answer about we could do both, and I hope uh, I hope folks around the state are, are hearing that because we can do both, and it's uh, it's awesome uh, to know that she was able to pull it off this year too. Hey Shelly, how much? Uh, and I know that you're going to be able to to go and and follow Hunter's crew up at Wisconsin, but how much will you miss being part of the Muskego football program the way you have been? Yeah, I've I've been super involved. I will I will miss it. It was uh, you know with Hunter playing three years on varsity and um, you know forming great great friendships with with families whose whose kids have already left the program. Um, you know, but the good thing is a lot of these families are still active in Muskego in stuff, right? They have you know younger kids that are in things, and so 
while I won't be as active, you know, in the Muskego football program, it's just nice to still be part of, of Muskego sports and, and all the great stuff we have going on. And, um, you know, we'll have a, a one-year hiatus at the high school, and then my daughter will be there, so we uh, we won't be gone long. <laughs> we'll not. And, you know, Ryan's already talking and thinking about, look, when the daughter's a freshman, how do we get, you know, how do we get Shelly back in the gridiron club, even though her daughter's <laughs> not going to be playing football? But you understand Ryan's got light bulbs over his head thinking about all this, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, um, Ryan, when, when we talked with Tina Curran, we talked to Shelly Waller, Look, I don't know, how, well, how many years have you been the AD at Muskego, Ryan? Is this year three or four? Four. So the, you have the, you came in with them. Yep. And so they have been part of this, this, this program since you've been there. And look, when we talked to Hunter last week and said, you know, did, was your mom to put that would put his, her arm around you? He said, well, we're, you know, we're th- 37 and 0. It's my career. So... You know, it wasn't like she it wasn't like she had to console me after a loss because we I haven't really lost at the high school level, which is an incredible statement. You know, there's not many people that could say something like that. So certainly when Kevin writes his second edition of the great teams, the history of Wisconsin high school football, this run is going to be in that. And Shelly, did you have an idea going through this how how good this was going to end up? No, no. Uh, especially, you know, like think back to May when we're starting to plan the season and, and plan our annual fundraiser and plan our team dinners, and we didn't even know, you know, are we going to get through two games? Um, so, you know, yeah, it was, it. you know, I don't want to say heartbreaking because that's a little dramatic, but sure. um, it, it would have been really great to get back to Camp Randall this year, but the fact that we got to play every single game, um, we didn't have to sit out a week. We got to end um, a really great season on our home turf with, with um, you know, lots of tears and lots of hugs and all the things. That that was probably that was the best ending we could have hoped for, you know, other than being at Camp Randall. So, um, I I think the year was a huge success in a lot of ways. You know, he uh, Hunter won the Jim Leonard Award <laughs> as the most outstanding senior defensive back in Wisconsin. Ken Krause, in that article, said, look, Hunter's the best defensive back in the history of Wisconsin high school football. That's what the head coach at Muskego, who has been around this game for a pretty long time at a high level, um, and he said about your son, the best defensive back in the history, in his eyes. And now people can debate that. Um, history high school football here in the state of Wisconsin, that's really high praise from Ken Krause. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's that's uh, that's really nice. Um, I, I don't know that I'm going to agree with him 100, percent but uh, I mean Hunter's certainly done a good job. But um, you know, and, and him and Coach Leonard were were texting back and forth, and and I think Coach Leonard put him in check a little bit. So that that's good. <laughs> good. You know what? That is good. Hey Ryan, you've been around it a while too. You know, he certainly should be in that conversation. Yeah, he's as good as I've seen, that's for sure. And he, uh, I can tell you being in more of probably an offensive mind than a defensive mind, when you when you look at Muskego's defense and number 24 is in the back end, it makes offensive coordinators and opposing offenses think twice about what they're going to do or how they're going to do it or where they can attack the defense vertically because he can cover so much ground and then and then his run support is is next to none that's the one thing that i would say is 
has really stood out in, in my eyes is his ability to close. You know, you talk about great defensive backs in the NFL. They say if they can make a tackle at the line of scrimmage from, you know, 10 to 12 yards of depth, they're legit. And I, I saw that a few times with Hunter. And um, so he's special. There's no doubt. Hey, Shelly, when we talked with uh, Barcy Benchwall, uh, JP's mom, she said, look, he was going to Wisconsin. I went to Wisconsin. My husband went to Wisconsin. His brothers went to Wisconsin. Our family went to Wisconsin. Hunter had the opportunity to go pretty much anywhere he wanted in the country. Could have played, he could have gone and played anywhere he wanted in the country. And when we had him on the first week of the show, he made a comment that really stuck with me. He said, you know, that was flattering, but I, I was going to Wisconsin because I'm really close with my family, and I want them to be able to come watch me play, you know, all the time, and I want to be able to get home when I want to get, be able to get home. And you don't hear that a lot from, from kids at that age. And, and when he talked about the closeness to your family, I thought it was very touching. Um, and, and you guys obviously have done a great job with him with that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, our, uh, our family's pretty close. A few weeks ago, uh, when we ended up playing at uh, at Sauk City, and there was you know extra extra seats to be had because there was there was plenty of open spots even at you know smaller capacity. Uh, I think we had four carloads of people drive down from Triple Falls to watch Hunter play because <laughs> that was kind of the only opportunity they would have this year. Yeah. So um, so yeah, there was you know uh, our our family's tight. And last year in in normal times we'd have between. I don't know, two and eight people camped out in our basement every Friday night, you know, that, that drove down for the game. So it's, it's, uh, it's really awesome. And, uh, um, yeah, our, our family's tight and that's, it's, uh, definitely something special. Are you, how do you feel when, when he's out there playing? I look, we met you and I a couple years ago on the sidelines before a game <laughs> and you, and you had all these number 24 buttons on. And I thought it was for me for being the silent reporter for my 24 and you made right. me quickly said, okay, no, it's not just so you know, right. it's for that boy right out there. And so I kept yeah. my eye on that boy and yeah, he's, he's really good. The, the high school football experience with him it's a family affair, obviously, as you're saying. People are kind of staying in our basement, things like that. That will continue when he's playing up at Camp Randall, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think they'll make the drive down to to Camp Randall and and uh, you know as often as they can. So, hey, yep. was there was the recruiting part? Was it difficult because of all the all the people that were coming at him and I look at being at that level when the phone and the mail and, uh, and there's a lot of people coming at him. What, did you guys enjoy that process or was it a difficult process for you? You know, it was, it was fun for a while. Um, and then we started making road trips and, and, you know, going and checking out campuses for, for Saturday games. And that at some point, you know, you, you play, well, not me, but, Hunter plays plays Friday night, gets a little banged up, hangs up with the fellas, uh, gets home, and we hit the road at you know maybe six o'clock on a on a Saturday morning to to drive to wherever, and then um, um, you know get home late Sunday night. And so at some point it was like it's it's starting to get tiring and and the fun's starting to wear off. And so I said you know at whatever point this isn't fun anymore, we're going to stop traveling. Um, but you know I think. Uh, I think Hunter kind of already had his mind made up. He just, you know, you need to just make sure. Yeah, no, no doubt. Do you, um, 
Do you know if if it wasn't Wisconsin, where do you think he would have, in your mind, and I don't know if you guys have had that conversation, what were were there other ones right behind it, or who do you think would have, who do you think came in second? You know, I don't I don't know personally what what he would say, um, but I think Michigan State was a was a close runner up. Um, I like the guys over there. I think Hunter really likes uh, the defensive coaches over there. Um, I think that could have been could have been another another uh, good option for him as well. Obviously, Ohio State is is big, but. Um, you know, Hunter's kind of a small town kid, so I, I don't know if that would have been his second choice. Well, I've been on the campus at Michigan State, and it's a great, it's a really cool campus. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I liked it. I liked the feel of that campus a lot. Well, I can tell you that we're, that everybody in the state of Wisconsin is a Badger fan is really happy <laughs> that he made the decision not to go there because we don't have to boo the boy from Muskego. I'm not right, booing right. the boy. We don't want any of that. <laughs> Plus, you would you would not look good in green. That's all I'm telling you, Miss Shelley. Right that's, not, that's not in my color palette. Yeah. No, but I'm 100% <laughs> Irish. I would look, and McMillan looks really good in, in green. Hey, Ryan, you know, when we get a chance to talk to Tina Curran, we get a chance to talk to Shelley Wooler, these are, these are families and moms that are still going to be part of what you guys do, but it's just going to be a little bit different, and you certainly will miss – how much they bring to, to the whole uh, Mosquito program. Yeah, well, there's no doubt that we'll miss their, their active leadership and their, their go-get-it-ness, if you will. But, uh, you know, now we're going to lean on them. As I always say to our players, you know, your roles change. You're not out of the program. You're just in a different role as an alumni. And uh, same thing to our senior parents leaving. Now we're going to lean on you to help with uh, some mentorship, to, to pass the baton, if you will, and, and make sure things you know, every senior group usually comes through and makes things just a little bit better, just a little bit more efficient, and that's definitely the case in, in Tina and Shelly's time here. They, they did a great job of pushing the envelope and reorganizing, reorganizing some things to help us uh, get there quicker, um, and now we're going to lean on them to help us uh, pass the baton and continue to improve uh, inefficiencies. Shelly, you know, we got about a minute left. If there's any shots you want to take at McMillan, this would be the time. <laughs> this would be the perfect time to say, how dare you do this to my, why didn't you get me better seats? How could you do this to us? The, you got anything for him? I, I don't. I told you, you got you to gotta lob one up and then I'll, oh, I, I'll hit I it. Oh, I can lob one up. I can tell you that, no, I'm not going there. I, I am not going to do that to my friend Ryan McMillan. And you said, look, if you throw one up, I'll hit it out of the park. But I'm not starting that journey. I said, you got it. Hey, Shelly, thank you so much. Do you know your son's been extremely kind with the time that he's given us on this show? And, and for you to come on and, and let me talk a little smack about you missing that 10-point buck or whatever that thing was. The thing was huge <laughs> from what I hear. But anyway, um, thank you so much for doing this. And, and good luck to, to Hunter here in the future. And, and he, he's going to stay at Muskego, and he's going to play basketball, run track and field. And he's going to yep. make, he's obviously made his mark at that school. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yes, you as well. Thank you. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Ryan McMillan and I will wrap it up. It'll be our last segment together for the Wisconsin for the high school football coaches show. I'll transition into basketball, and McMillan doesn't know much about basketball, so I'm going to have to let him go after the football stuff. <laughs> this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.
Uh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. Ryan McMillan, been a good year, pal. I, I really appreciate you as a co-host, and and uh, as you know that, because I tell you that all the time, but it makes it uh, makes it really easy to have somebody that has similar beliefs on the way this thing should should run. And and just thank you for your time and your willingness to do this again. Yeah, thank you, Mike, for having me and uh, doing what you do for high school sports. I know we hear it all the time when we're on the air from other people, but just the little nuances that go into the game and, and celebrating all that's in good in sports and shoot today we celebrated football moms that are, are such an integral part of uh, a student athlete's experience and ability to be able to do uh, the extracurriculars at school and and so it thank you for what you're doing as well and, and happy to help anytime man that's awesome and don't forget um, our first guest today Kevin Petrowski has written a book it'd be a great Christmas gift I want to give you how to get that again. It's W-I-H-I football. Go to W-I-H-I-football.com. It's a $20 book. He's going to get it to you before Christmas. If you want him to autograph it on the contact tab, just write up, just tell him. Just say, hey, Kevin, before you send this thing out, could you, uh, could you autograph for, for me or for my dad or for my brother or my husband or for my wife, for that matter? You know, uh, Boy, the moms that we had on today, this would be a great Christmas gift for them. There's no doubt. Uh, again, WIHIFootball.com. All right, Ryan. Well, again, thanks, brother. I really appreciate it. Uh, good luck with the basketball season and, and the winter sports. Hopefully we can get a lot of games in and, and uh, Muskego can compete in that tough basketball conference. Absolutely. Muskego girls basketball notched their first W uh, yesterday at the Brookfield uh, Thanksgiving shootout. So that's first win for our new coaching staff. And those girls are are flying high and and they battled 37 fouls. Mike, how do you like that stat line? (laughs) Yeah, they just they just got out of the gym. They just got done about five minutes ago. (laughs) Hey, Ryan, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Uh, to your, your dad, tell him I said Merry Christmas. I love the fact he listens to us every week, and uh, I'll be in touch soon. Will do. Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. Excellent. Sam back in the studio. Thank you so much. You did a great job. Nice job with that music. Hopefully next week you'll enjoy it a little more than you did this week. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. 
Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.